Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to another edition of Five on the Floor Live. I am your host, Greg Sylvander. Tonight's floor plan with me, we have uh, Timothy Bain. You can follow him at Timmy with an underscore at the end on Twitter. He's on lots of our programming here at the Five Reasons Sports Network. And we also have uh, a good friend and co-host of Miami Heat Beat, Frankie Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why I keep messing up people's names. I've been doing that lately. I, I need to like look inward as to why I keep messing that up. But though that that is the cast of characters. I am Greg <laughs> Sylvander, as I mentioned, and uh, we're going to just blitz through this uh, post-game show. Uh, the Heat Escape, a game against New Orleans that early on I just couldn't believe how bad they looked. So we're going to get into the start, get into the finish, and everything in between. Before we do, shouting out the sponsor of our post-game shows, and that is A, Aggressive Insurance. Lynette may even be in the comments. What's up, Lynette, if you are? Lynette has an insurance broker agency that's been servicing South Florida for over 15 years. She offers auto, homeowners, condo, life insurance, retirement programs, free notary service to all clients. They represent all the leading insurance carriers in South Florida. So if you have a bad driving record, no problem. No driver refused. Free phone quotes. You want to go to insurancebylanette.com. That's with two N's and two T's, insurancebylanette.com. She's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Also, give her a call. A Aggressive Insurance, 954-581-8800, 954-581-8800. That's A Aggressive Insurance. So the start of that game was just absolutely <laughs> brutal. Like, how do, how are we going to make it through a season of this, y'all? 
Um, my my heart my heart can't take too much of this. Like I I, I expect I did free game. I was like, okay, it's gonna be a good game, good start. I blink. I go to the kitchen to get something to eat. Deficit. Like what? Like it was like five turnovers back to back to back to back to back. It was really ugly early. You're so right. And all of a sudden they found themselves down 16. Um, Frankie, why the hell does the offense look so damn constipated? Like I, 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 that's the word I'm using. Cause I think for explanatory power, it's how we all felt as fans trying to watch them figure this out. They are throwing two on, on Jimmy on the catch and they don't know what, like they started to figure it out as the game went on. So I guess we need to look at the full picture, but early, why is that make it stunting the offense? Why do you think that that's happening? Um, well, the lack of decisiveness is an issue. They they catch it and hold too often and, and lets the defense recover back. Uh, um, and and they, they anticipate uh, the passes instead of reading the defense the you know, they they force a double pass out to uh, to whoever's closest, whether it's Kyle or Tyler. And they, they try to reverse the ball. And the, the defense knows the reversal is the only option you have there. The, the guy doesn't try to force the issue create a better passing lane attack just little things like that that they just kept doing over and over again it was it was honestly i used to coach jv basketball and i had flashbacks this whole game that especially that second quarter oh my god yeah and i know that there's a lot of buzz around at least social media today about uh valley sports kids night uh people need to just let up on the kids but also um it kind of looked like amateur hour to start that game timothy um the Heat ended up with three fewer turnovers than the Pelicans. I think New Orleans ended up 24, Miami 21. Um, what do you make of the offense? Because I don't think that I've had to uh, had the chance to pick your brain about why you – because this is what keeps throwing me off, and I know these are counting stats, so bear with me. But they got three 21-point-per-game scores, and they're last in the league in scoring. Like, I, it doesn't compute, and – is it as easy as the three-point shooters aren't just making shots? What else do, could this offense have? Like, almost when I think about transactions, I'm like, do they need another volume scorer that needs the ball in his hands? Because they already got three 21-point-per-game guys. So I'm interested how you think this offense can flow better. So there was a perfect day for me to be on post because I actually spoke this in pregame. I accepted um, last week that the Heat are an average team. Don't, don't hit me, you know, don't, but they are the average team. But it's not a bad team, an average team. And I'm telling you what I've taken away. The biggest thing is both of the Heat's best two players operate in the same space. You always want your two best players to complement each other, inside out, outside in, mid-range to the wings. Like you, just, you want both of your players to not live in the same house. They could be, you know, next door in the same rooms, but you don't want your two... Yeah, two best places live in the same room because because they get crowded. And it's not it's not an ego thing. It's not even a, a clashing of styles thing in a sense that Jimmy is mad that Bob takes takes a mid range. It's the fact that it's a very clunky way to build an offense. Yes, it's a three point shooting. How do you go from being such a great three point shooting team to the worst, basically? Um, but when you have Jimmy and Bob who exist at the free throw line and mid range. Everyone else, I mean, literally everybody else has to be shooters, pure shooters. And yes, you're three average 21. You would think we, we would do more, but it's the edges. The heat needs to fix the edges. There's no, um, when you have, I don't think no one is shooting 40% for three on this team. No. Which is, which is rare. <laughs> you, you usually have at least one guy 
who's over 41. And that, that makes things flow better. And, and then it seems to them mental because now Max, who was Mr. Maximilian, the white winter, the winter soldier, all these things, the white walk here with all of the confidence. Now he's now being a bit passive. And when your job is to shoot and you aren't shooting, you are mucking up the defense. Yes, yeah. Laurie could get in the paint like he did the monster, the monster like what it was a minute or two. But you need Laurie to be hitting those open jumpers. You need oh, and then start. Yes, sir. Best player hero who is a very very good um, three point shooter who should who should play more like Clay Thompson is and he's is just I mean he's a good um, mid range shooter and he's taking advantage of it. But when Deepo's Deepo's gonna drive, Deepo's gonna get to the rim. Deepo's gonna do mid range and he's taking the trees. You'd rather. Hero or Lowry take that three, then the depot. So the, the office is clunky because everyone is trying to do the same thing. Depot, if you consider depot our fifth best best player, that means depot, bomb, and Jimmy all want to live in the paint. This is in the 70s or the 80s. That does not make a good offense. You need more. so when it comes to transactions, you do need to clear out these guys who either are afraid to shoot, can't shoot, won't shoot. For guys who will not shoot, I don't, I don't mean score. I mean, will take and make open um, threes either at the corner or above the break. That's what's killing the offense. Everyone wants to live in the paint. Like, I'm watching this Raptors and Knicks games now just to see because we need a Knicks loss to keep this lead going. And I've watched, <laughs> like, 10 possessions, and it's just moving cleaner. I don't think they're better teams in Miami. Yeah. I don't think they're more talented than us. But they no. are taking the open three. Sometimes Kyle Lowry took the open three in this game. Um, in the fourth, at least. Oh, my gosh. Finally, I know. Because in early on, it was like he's doing this again. Like, Frankie, like, this is crazy. Like, if you go watch Kyle Lowry in the bubble, he was like the pull-up three Someone master. posted it today. Someone posted sick. it today. And I was like, who is this guy? This you two, can't. This you don't ago. even recognize him. But tonight – Let's give him his credit because in the fourth quarter, he came up big. I think he scored nine straight, seven straight at least. But it, was, it was nine. It was, it nine. was nine, it was nine, nine straight. Um, what did you see in his disposition to change? Is it just as easy as like that he made the decision to actually take the damn shots? Or um, what What changed it throughout the game, Frankie, from Kyle Lowry? Because he closed strong. He it, it looked like just decision making, just being aggressive, living with the misses, uh, and and just being aggressive, just go, getting ahead of steam. We haven't seen much of Kyle in a long time, in a while, a couple months now uh, of him going downhill and trying to force the issue. And you know, Tim mentioned the the starting lineup and stuff, and a, a secret issue was has been Caleb for a little bit because you know he he mentioned uh, Jimmy and Bam operating in the same place. Well, you get. The guys going downhill and Caleb cutting down baseline, Jimmy cutting baseline and getting in the way, bringing their defender with them and just bringing two bodies inside. And it's a lot, it's, it's crowded basketball inside the paint. You want to open up the, the shooting. That's where they miss PJ. PJ would like to set a flare screen on the weak side sometimes instead of getting the way in the way and mucking up the offense. Um, but Kyle being aggressive, going downhill, uh, get looking for contact. Uh, the heat, don't do a great job of initiating contact on drives and that really hurts them. We've seen Depot do a, a decent job at that. He's one of the few guys that can get to the rim too. Um, but Kyle just being assertive and, and not passing up those open shots, which him and Tyler did a lot of passing up open shots in the first half. And, and that really clunked up uh, the offense. Yeah. Caleb. I'm, I'm, I like Caleb Martin a lot. 
and he is a player that can be in the rotation of a championship contender, I think. But they've kind of maxed him out at, at the four spot playing with this smaller group. I feel like since he came back from his injury, you know, he has his moments because Caleb is a good player and 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 whatnot, but the shooting has been weird. Like he looks a lot flatter. Um, One for so, nine from the floor today. Yeah. So like that, as we talk about like upgrades, I think it's pretty clear where they need the upgrade uh, and they definitely need that person to be able to shoot. Well, um, I want to take this, uh, we got a super chat that came in as we were talking. Um, and since this show is live, we want to uh, integrate the, the viewers as much as possible. This comes from Jason. Shout out to Jason for the $4.99 donation. Jimmy gets doubled swings to a wide open Lowry and dude swings it to Depot. Plays like that kill the offense. Yes. I, I yelled at my screen. I literally shouted at my screen. Why would you, as Kyle Lowry, swing the ball to Depot? Who, who was going to drive it? Why? Yep. I know. It's like almost being toxically um uh what's the word I'm looking for where unselfish. Like, yeah, unselfish. That's exactly what I was <laughs> trying to think Talk of. Thank you. I'm like um here, here comes in another one from Corbs. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich solves a lot of the issues. If you're really in win now, Mo lose the draft pick. You know what? Uh, I, I'm all about giving up the draft pick at this point if they can make uh, that type of move. There's been some scuttle that, that he's going to take more than one pick to acquire. I think that that price is going to come down. Um, but for now, I think that that is an interesting player to think about but i also think that they have other issues defensively and on the rebounding <laughs> side of this that i don't know that he solves so um he may be the a part of a solve but i don't know that he's the solve as one player no. um before before we go into any further comments i want to get your guys perspective on Boyan bogdanovich since it came through on the comments um shouting out prize picks Everyone's playing prize picks this weekend because we got NFL, NBA going on. You got to use the code 5, F-I-V-E. That's to get your initial deposit matched up to $100 on our off-the-floor subscriber feed on Winno, um, which you can uh, sign up. It's my pinned tweet uh, for $3.05 a month, and we uh, give you stats, text, rumors, stuff straight from the locker room, from the pressers, um, from Ethan, Brady, Alex, and I off the floor. We were uh, going over prize pick stuff, and we're going to give away $100 if you sign up. Um, use the code 5 to get your initial deposit matched. You choose over and unders on all your favorite players and your favorite sports. You can win up to 10 times your money. Super easy. Prizepicks.com. Use the code 5. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today 
to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Are either one of you sending out more than one draft pick for Boyan Bogdanovich, Timothy I, first? So I, I said this last week. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind a first and a second for Boyan and Noel or Burks if it gets you off a Duncan's contract. I really like Boyan. I remember when he went toe-to-toe with Cleveland LeBron back in 2018. I also have Boyan in like three fantasy leagues and he is saving me. But <laughs> just, num- just numbers-wise, he's averaging 20 points. He's efficient. He's one as far as shooter. And yes, you have the defensive and rebounding issues. But whoever we give up for him aren't like Duncan isn't rebounding for us right now. Um, Deadman is clearly been replaced already by Alondo Robinson. So it's not like you're you're losing whatever you send out. Um, I have no problem sending uh, two picks if one is a second. It's no way in hell I'm sending two first round picks for an expiring man in his 30s. Yeah, I would send out a first and a second if it gets me off of Duncan's contract, and you also give me like a Burks or Noel, a veteran who plays the role. Noel and Burks are playing the role right now for a horrible Pistons team. I don't see why they wouldn't do it for a good Miami team. Sorry, average, average Miami team, but can be good. They could be good when they play up to their competition, <laughs> and we'll see that against Boston. Frankie, you giving up two first round picks for for Boyan? Oh uh, well, to clarify something, uh, he t- he did sign an extension, so he has two years left on the deal now. Um, so, uh, that's, it's a little bit better, but I more than one. It, it's hard. You have to, I need Burks back. I need somebody like Noel back, Sadiq Bay, something like that. Even though Sadiq's Ooh. having a, a rough season, yeah. I need a little bit more because it, because if you're giving up a first, you're going in for this season and this team is too far away right now. Like you're talking, uh, Tim's talking about average. That's pretty much what they are right now. We, we're way too past the season. They're healthy. There's no excuses anymore. This team, uh, Pelicans missing two of their be- three best players tonight, and you were in a dog fight, and you had to get, you had to pull something out of your rear end to c- to come up with the victory. You know, you needed Kyle come up big. Um, Jimmy, this, you know, they took Jimmy out of his out of his game a little bit. The, all the role players have have really taking a step back uh, ran out of talent you know you squeeze all the juice that you could get out of those guys last year and and we've been since the playoffs started we've been hoping that they're due but you know they haven't been able to deliver eight threes tonight like that uh, with all the doubles all the open looks they got everything they get like at home like you know there was points where they had more turnovers than field goals made like it like that like stuff drives me nuts that's why like Although they won this game and they're 26 and 20, 22, I do think that they're going to get 
positioned into the sixth seed. And there's ways, I mean, I can give pathways to them even getting up to the five seed, honestly, but it's going to take a lot of things breaking right. And um, when you talk about giving up two picks for, for Boyan and maybe whoever else would be there, I almost would like want to shift my attention to what Utah has in terms of multiple players to go and get. If we're really going to give up picks, yeah. um, uh, I, I don't know. Like, because I, I like, this, is, this is a more than one player. We need two or three players to be honest. Exactly. So like Malik Be Malik Beasley, Jared KO. Vanderbilt, or yeah. Kelly Olynyk. Although I'm hearing Golden State and Kelly Olynyk in the same um, sentence recently, which I think that watch him go there and like break records for three point shooting or something. Uh, Frankie, you liking Utah, Timmy, you liking Utah's packages any better than the D the Detroit stuff for my, my number one. And I, and Frankie made me, for, I forgot about Bay. I would love a Bay and with boy on pockets, but Malika Vandy has been my pockets from the summer. If, if he doesn't go to for John Collins, my pocket has always been um, Malik and Vandy for sure. Frankie, how are you feeling about that? Um, I'm not in on it just cause they're good players. It's nothing wrong with them. It's just the fit is wrong is weird. Cause you know, Beasley is six, four, he's another shooting guard. You know, he's going to be a limited defender in that sense. He, he will juice up the offense. He, he, he's the kind of shooter they want an offensive spark. Um, but Van, him and Van, uh, you know, he's too small defensively. He's going to get played off the court. You're going to, you're going to want a backcourt of him and, and Tyler at times or, or Depot, like, and one guy, another guy who can't really defend, you know, he can score, but it doesn't, it doesn't move the needle enough. And if you're, you're probably going to have to give up a pick with uh, every team being close and, and they're being yeah. sellers, Danny Ainge is going to ask for it. And Vanderbilt, you know, I, I, I like him a lot, but he can't really shoot. And we've seen Spo not really, really trust anybody who can't really shoot. And uh, next to Bam, you're gonna put, you're gonna give up a first to put a guy that's not gonna play 15 minutes a game, basically be your backup five. It doesn't make sense for Miami, in my opinion. Yeah, see, I can talk myself into it if I sit around enough, but I can't. I just can't forget the way that there used to be moments where Spo didn't trust KO and he would shelve him. I think even in the finals it happened yeah. where like he didn't play yeah, at all. Yeah, he had a DMP. So like at, at that point, like I start to just like having like, is he really the solution or have we been down that road before? Um, I see someone in the comments, Thomas shouts out Grant Williams. If it were the Heat's uh, option, I think that that would be the perfect player that they'd like to slot in long term. And I think they'd be willing to, to do that, but I don't know that he'll be available um, but they need they need some sort of dog that can play the four shoot <laughs> score. I don't want to turn this into a transaction show, but we just saw it so clearly. They're last in the league in scoring. They scored a hundred, and it was a struggle to get there. They do win. They do um, continue to uh, remain basically in place for the six seed. So there are good things there. We're gonna have you covered as the trade deadline gets closer. Um, I appreciate Timothy and Frankie joining us on this program. Uh, final thoughts from either of you uh, gentlemen as it relates to this game or the upcoming game against Boston. I guess that's really where we, we should close. Uh, Timmy, you first. Frankie, you close uh, on the Boston game coming up. So Smart hurt his ankle and is out. Um, Tom Law hurt his knee and is out. Tatum is probably back. You know, I hate how this team plays up to its potential, plays up to its opponent, because good teams play good all the time. But um, we know how bomb. I always have this joke that, you know, when you're in a group chat with somebody, um, you know, you know about the bomb spider and Tatum group chat. So 
Bam always kind of wakes up for these games against those guys, even if his teammates don't. So it'll be a good game, be a close game. We might even sneak one away. But um, I know you don't talk too much about trade, but I'm watching this game. Chris Boucher just had a block and a dunk on the same possession, and he makes like a million dollars. Like, there could be a Gary Trent and Chris Boucher deal that changes his team, you know? Um, but we'll get to that. They may time. take Kyle back as like, hey, like kind of the way Dwayne came back at the very yeah. end for Miami. That that's the agenda that I think I'm heading in that direction <laughs> of pushing. Um, Frankie, what do you think about this Boston game? So let me frame it differently for you. Okay. Um, is it a measuring stick game? Like they, we're getting so close to the deadline that I feel like there is a um a little bit of a consensus among Heat fans that like this game is going to show. Um, some level of where this team is heading. It's an indicator moment. Are you buying that at all? Or like, this is it, you know what you've got. And this Boston game is not as big a matchup as maybe some Heat fans are making it out to be. Um, I'm using the whole season as an indicator. I don't think they've earned anything as far as like, if they look good against Boston, they beat Boston at, on the road already. <laughs> right. That's when we thought it was turned around. <laughs> yeah, we, we've had about eight games where we've thought they've turned things around. But this, this team's kind of just been, um, you know, somebody mentioned uh, before early this season, I think it was on, uh, I think it might have been Tiff. But, you know, they, they had like a dog they uh, in them last year. They had a fight um, so where, they, where they were just hungry to win and, and battle. Like they were battling for loose balls. They were getting charges. They led the league in charges by like a, a million uh, to the next to the second team this year, you don't have that spirit. Like they're kind of waiting for things to happen. They're kind of expecting things to turn the corner instead of like making it happen. Um, so I, I, I think this group's just gone stale and I, I don't think, you know, a win in uh, against Boston, a uh, shorthanded Boston team is going to change anything. I, I think this team is who they are and, uh, you know, not to get more into more transaction talk, but until moves are made, I don't think there we can expect much more than, you know, Timmy's uh, Tim's uh, heart attacks every other game. <laughs> I I have one more point I forgot to mention. So when I when Gabe and Max were here for the in the Bahamas for the training camp, they both said that last season was the most basketball they've ever played in a year in their life. Um, so like Frankie said, we've squeezed, we've gotten blood from a stone. You've you've got what you can from these players. They are who they are. They were undrafted for a reason. Yeah. They're talented. But they need Marks an had, injection. Had, You're right. Marks had the knee, the knee injury. Like Gabe has been dealing with knee irritation for a year. These guys are injected for a reason, or they would drop. They they have certain limitations, and they have, and it's not skills to tell them. I mean, that's just them. It's just like he skills the perfect word. It is stale. You don't eat food after after a certain amount of months, and you're in your pantry because it's stale. You know, you just sometimes if you can eat it, you will live, but you want a fresh taste in your mouth. It just Yes, it just it just this group when it comes to the, the edges have done their job. We need a yeah. new injection of life and energy and talent and skill. They look worn out. And so they need an Antoine Walker J. Will Posey type of like shakeup where it's three new players or when it was Jay and Iggy and um like uh, they need they need that kind of thing to happen. I, I don't see any other way around it, right? I'm looking more at like the 20, I think it was the 2018 Cavs where they just shipped everyone Dude, off was, the team. I was, I was at work. Yeah, was when Dwayne work, came I back. Like, woo, woo, woo. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, I, I think they just need an, an extreme injection. You have guys like Vic, like you, they need to make a decision on, on whether they're keeping Vic 
uh, because he's going to opt out if he's healthy. Uh, Caleb pretty much has a, a one year left on his contract. He's got a player option. He's going to want a longer t- term deal to get paid. You got uh, the undrafted guys, Max, Gabe, your, you know, all these guys, you got Deadman. You, you need to refresh the, the role players around it. If you're going to go for it, whether, you know, whether they should, cash their chips and be sellers is another topic for another discussion. Um, but you know, they, if they're, they're going to pick a direction, you got to go all in no more 15th roster spot, saving it for luxury tax purposes. Like be serious. The fan base isn't stupid. They've been around for winners. They know when they know when they have a good team and they know when they do not. And right now I think they're, this is very clearly an average team. You're right. And, and, I, and I see that the Hornets are selling off players. The Magic get Isaac back tomorrow. So Bamba, Bamba is going from playing two minutes to zero minutes. There, there are some teams that can really do a three, four player swap out. You're right. Game. You're right. And those are the teams that will do it because I think that there is uh, a sentiment around the league that like um, everybody feels like they're only two games out of whatever next spot up it is. Like I saw someone tweet about the Clippers and said like, they're as bad as they've looked lately. they are only two games out of the five seed or something like that. Um, I think every team to some degree can say I'm only three games out of the next seed up. And that is making it where you have teams not know if they want to be sellers, but there are the Orlando's and the Detroit's and some teams that will be sellers. So I think you are onto something there, but Jonathan Isaac is not, not a heat option. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and make sure that everyone knows that we are clear about that. I will not, I will drive down there and make sure at the press conference it doesn't take place. No, I'm joking. Uh, thank you for joining us, Timmy. Uh, Frankie, as football is playing, I appreciate y'all deviating your attention and coming on for the Miami Heat post game show, Five on the Floor Live. Uh, Manny was on the ones and twos. Thank you to Manny Chang. Thank you to Prize Picks. Thank you to uh, A Aggressive Insurance, uh, insurance by Lynette.com. We will see you for Boston on Tuesday. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.